Hey, 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 this is your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, and I have some really exciting news. Yes, I am bringing back the I've Published My Book, Now What? workshop series for authors. Yes, it is coming back this summer. And this workshop series, it is a four-week live virtual workshop series for aspiring and emerging authors where we will be providing you with the essential tools and resources needed to be successful beyond publishing. And what more than to attend this workshop series because I once were where you were with going through the publishing phase, not knowing what to do next after my book is available for purchase, you know, after I've tapped out with all of my friends and family, didn't know what to do next. But listen, I'm bringing this workshop to you because I am going to teach you during this workshop series four things important things. And number one, that is how to plan a nationwide book tour so that your book can reach more people. Number two, the step-by-step requirements needed to sell your book in the major retail stores such as Target and Barnes & Noble and other online retailers, right? And how to move from being just an author to authorpreneurs so that you are able to reach your full income potential. And lastly, how to build a six-figure author brand. Now, I want to add something to that last one, because if no one knows who you are and where you are, no one knows to buy what you're selling. When I went on my nationwide book tour and I toured in all of the Barnes and Noble, Chicago, D.C., L.A., Burbank, no one told me what to do. I just had a passion and a purpose to get my book in as many hands as possible, because the only way that I was going to do this, I had to create an author brand. So I'm going to help you get your author brand on point and so that people know when they see you, oh, I know who that is, right? Who is this workshop series for? It's for self-published authors, aspiring authors who are considering publishing a book, established emerging authors, first-time authors who are currently in the publishing process. Now, I know you're probably saying, what will I get for attending this workshop? You're going to get an interactive author workbook, email templates and scripts needed to send to the major retailers because you can't just go to Barnes & Noble and say, hey, I'm a published author over here. I want to get in your bookstore and I want to sell my book and I want to do a book signing. That's not how it works, right? So we're going to help you with the script, the email script, and give you the templates for that. And then also, lastly, we're going to give you a bonus, which is the 30-second elevator pitch. Now, as an author, you need to have a solid elevator pitch. So when you go and you're talking to these major retail stores, you're solid. They believe in what it is that you want to sell to them, right? So mark your calendars, June 29th, 2021 through July 20th, 2021. We're going to meet on Tuesday evenings, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central Time via Zoom. Listen, you want to get your ticket, go to letstalkbusinesswithstephanie.com, click the product tab and get your ticket. I'll also be putting the link in the show notes for this episode. I'm telling you, this is going to be amazing. We'll talk to you soon. listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owners. Let's Talk Business podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. Be sure to subscribe and download and share with your friends. 
For more information about Stephanie A. Wynn, you can visit stephanieawynn.com. And to support the podcast, you can go to Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's talk business. Welcome. We are back for another episode of the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn. I am your host and we are in the second week of June. Can you guys believe that? This is, listen, this is time is waiting for no one. But before we get into this week's episode, we have an amazing guest. And I'm just going to say this, like she is doing her thing Remember, guys, I'm dedicating the month of June to all of my entrepreneurs out here who have published a book and they have a business. Listen, it's so vital that you use your book to do just more than book sales. And I'm so passionate about when I say that. What is the goal for your book? What is the purpose for your book? We're going to get into all of that in this episode. But before I get started, I like to start with, you know, the renewing of your mind. So, Starting a business can be exciting and scary at the same time, but before you start anything, you want to start with the renewing of your mind. And what is the renewing of your mind? It's having a fixed fixed versus growth mindset. So if you are that person that always self-sabotage things like, you know, success isn't happening enough for me. It's taking too long for success to happen. Why is everybody else successful and I'm not successful? And you just give up easily. That's the fixed mindset person. And you don't want to have that when you're starting out in your business or if you're just doing personal development. You want to have a growth mindset. What is a growth mindset? That is the person who they keep going until they succeed, whatever that looks like for you. They work while they wait. And while they're working, They're helping other people who are less fortunate. And I'm a firm believer that when you have a growth mindset, you get excited by seeing people who are already successful because that gives you more drive. Does that make sense, y'all? Like, I'm so serious. Like, it is really important to have a growth mindset because the only way for you to get to any level is going to require something from you. And that is, like I always say, effort, time, and you got to change the way you think. Right. So we're going to get into this week's episode. We have a special guest and it is, listen, get your pens, get your notes, get your paper, crayons, markers, whatever you need to do, (laughs) sharpies, (laughs) whatever you need to get. But we are going to be filled with some good tips. I mean, and I feel it because I know that Miss D Bowden has come to this podcast with some great tips. She's going to drop some jewels. So let's talk about who is Miss D Bowden. This is, am I pronouncing your name right, Miss D? It's actually Bowden. Bowden. Okay, I'm from the South. So I know. I'm a little it's so bit country. In the, in the South, it's Bowden, but in the North, it's Bowden. I'm actually Bowden. from the North, so it's Bowden. Bowden. Okay. So Miss D Bowden is an author and revenue recovery consultant. 
D works with companies that have outstanding invoices for services or products provided, but not yet paid. Woo, cha. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Lucy, I can listen. so relate to that. Uh, yes, the ghosting, mm-hmm. if nothing yes. else. Okay, and so D's favorite money statement is, the sale is not complete until the money is in the bank. So true. D and her team have recovered $13.5 million over the past 10 years. D has been featured in Forbes, Black Enterprise, Thrive Global, and Success Profile magazines. D is the founder of BCS Solutions, where she and her talented team educate business owners about the importance of tracking their clients' accounts. Listen, let's welcome Dee. She is an author. She's an author of the entitled book, Collect the Cash. It's a must-have tool for business owners who recognize the importance of having a positive cash flow for goods and services sold. What you're going to learn from getting this book is, one, problem solving. We all can use that. Two, customer service. Three, gratitude. Many businesses base their success on the amount of sales, forgetting, however, that the sale is not truly complete until the money is in the bank. I totally agree. Unpaid invoices can have negative consequences on the health of the business, as well as the health of the business owner. Collecting on these unpaid invoices will benefit your business in ways you cannot begin to imagine. Welcome, 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 Ms. D. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so very much, Stephanie. As I like to say, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to your fabulous listeners around the world. (laughs) I am devoted. I am the author of Collected Cash. So as we like to say, people ask me, you only ask me, so D, who are you? And it's funny, mm-hmm. it's almost, you're almost like, well, who am I? Okay, so who mm-hmm. am I? I'm originally from Boston. I live in Maryland. Fun fact about me, I love smooth jazz, Ferris wheels, and great wine, whether it's red or white. I'm with you on the wine, yes. And yes. I love smooth jazz. I love but you, but you, smooth. But you're not feeling me on a Ferris wheel. Okay, we got no. two out of three. My love of Ferris wheels, it's really been like, it's been this progression. I think it's like, because number one, if, if you're a person that loves like going to, the amusement park, if you love that the roller coaster and all them those rides that, that twist and turn. See, I wasn't that kid. I was I was that was not me. So I used to find the calm stuff. So the way I the way the way I'll be working out with my friends is okay, I'll do one of those twisty rides with you all. You do the Ferris wheel with me. They're like, Are you serious? I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm serious. Yes. You're getting one okay. of them. So okay. I, so, so because I deal with money and contracts and things, I had to find I not that I had to, I chose to find things that were relaxing. So Ferris wheels to me are absolutely relaxing, especially if they're over the water. Oh my God, yes. absolutely majestic. And then okay. smooth jazz. So we could talk about the artist. Yes, yes, yes. 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 So, you I, know, love, I love, I love, love, love. I'm an old school, like an old soul. My dad gave me his record collection. So he wanted me to sell it in, in the yard sale. And I was looking like, are you crazy? Like, no, no this, is, this is, no, this, this is, is classic. Gold. Yes, yeah. yes, so yes. So, so since we're going, we'll do this for a second. So who's one of your, who's who, old school? Who's your favorite? Favorite? Uh, Grover T. Washington. Come on now, Mr. Magic, stop playing. Yes, yes. yes. See, that, and, that's classic. And George Benson. Yes, everything must change. Yes. Nothing stays yes. the same. The same. Okay. That's right. I don't get to really get to talk about this part of my life around about this <laughs> loving smooth smooth jazz. <laughs> I, just give you the, gave you, I just give you the you know the top level. You know, I love this, this, and this. But yes. to get into the music. Yes. Because, because the music, see, for me, music, it, whether regardless of what genre you like, music is part of the soundtrack of your life. 
Mm-hmm. Including including me getting into revenue recovery, including me writing this book. I can't tell you how much music I listened to while I, yes. while I was sitting trying to figure out these thoughts about collecting cash and what am I going to teach the good people? <laughs> right, right. I definitely can relate. Um, so that yeah. that's gonna. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's gonna get me into my first question. So, what yeah. made what, you write the book? What was your driving force behind it? So, great question, Stephanie. So, the driving force for writing collected cash was this. God put us out, put us all on a timeout <laughs> last year. That's what I call COVID. I mean, not making, not making light mm-hmm. of people who've lost. But I, when I look at it, I feel like we got put on a on a, a global timeout, and it was time to really sit and think about. Okay, so if you, when you come out of this, because when, the way I saw it last year was, we got put on a, a global timeout, and I saw it as a time to renew, restructure, declutter, and and come out on the other side with some things done. Mm-hmm. That was number one. Number two. I have a, a friend, her name is Shrey Robin, who is a literary agent and writer and publisher and all these great things. And she kept doing this course called, you can write a book in 90 days. And I was like, what? Nah. She's like, no, for real, for real. You can write a book in 90 days. I'm like, you know, cause you know, you know, in these social media streets, you see people pop up and they got, you can do this in two weeks. You can do this in a day. You mm-hmm. can do this, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But she kept saying, seriously, you can, you can, you can write a book. And what she was really saying was you can begin to, to map out your strategy for how you're going to write the book. And she, you know, I, I took her, so I, you know, list, kept seeing her show up on Facebook lives and then I took her webinar and then I had a conversation. And then as, as we've had the conversation, we please play double Dutch. Cause I kept saying, I think I'm in, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. So I played double Dutch and I finally said yes. And then what it, what really made me go ahead and decide to, to jump in, as we say in, in, in old school uh, jump rope was she said, D, You've collected millions of dollars for government agencies and corporations and companies and small and medium-sized businesses. You can teach us, the business owner, how to win with this. You can teach us how to collect our money. What do we say? How do we make sure our invoices are properly prepared? Mm-hmm. How do we make sure that when we're on, on the phone, we're not sounding crazy? You can, you can give us the language on what we need to do and how do we track all of our accounts. And she says, you have a system, D. You've been doing this for years and you've successfully, you got receipts to prove you can do this. Mm-hmm. Would you, she's like, would you teach us how to do this? And she's like, we can work together. And I'm like, and after I heard her say it a couple of times, I was like, okay. And so I took her course and then I 90 days and I came through and I'm like, okay, I didn't really have a book. I had an idea. I was like, oh, okay. And then there's, there's more, you know, you got to do that part. Then you got to take a breath. And then you got to find a writing coach. You got to work with them, and then you need to take a uh, learn about publishing and like all of all all that goes with that. From you know getting your book cover to getting the ISBN number to learning about copyrights mm-hmm. to dealing with the editors to uh, do you get to own all the rights to your book or what happens? And you know this you know because you can have the, you can do self publish or you can publish through a, a publisher the hybrid or vanity ones or traditional publishers. And then you got to learn how to market and you got to learn how to promote and you got to learn how to talk. I was like, man, I didn't know all yes. of this was part of the journey. But that's what that she was the one who, who said, D, you can teach, teach small business owners how to win. And because you care about us. And, and so to the, the other part of the story, it goes like this. So I used to work for a small IT company outside of Boston, region where I'm from. You know how it is when you get hired for a company. They go, hey, welcome aboard. They're like, hey, D, welcome aboard. Welcome to the here's your cubicle. Here's your box. And here's your plant. Listen, this is where you're going to sit. And we have. Eight million dollars 
and outstanding receivables that we've sold, IT services, computers, all this stuff. We sold all this, but we ain't got paid. I thought they were kidding. They're like, we're not. And I said, seriously? They're like, no, this is how much money is out is outstanding. And we we are we have not been able to get this money collected. And so I'm a believer. So I took my list and I went to God and the conversation kind of goes like this. Hey, God. Yes, D. How are you? You know what, God? Overall, I'm phenomenal. But look here. I got this eight million dollar problem <laughs> and I need a clue, God, on how I'm supposed to do this. Your word says you have not because you ask not. So I'm asking you, God, for a clue or a cue on what am I supposed to do to recover this money? So when I got quiet, what I learned was, and this is part, you know, one of some of the three tips that your, your, your business owners can learn is that co- business to business collections is three things. It's problem solving, number one. It's the AKA what had happened was with my money. That's part one. Part two is customer service. So for example, if you sell sneakers, if, you, if somebody ordered 10 sets of sneakers from you and you only delivered eight, you got to solve the problem of the other two sneakers and you have to explain to the customer why are they short. Mm-hmm. Then the last thing is gratitude. So the three things I got from, from God during that quiet time was business, business collections, problem solving, number one, so a, aka what had happened was, number two is customer service, number three is gratitude. And most people ask me, D, you, you're so big about this gratitude thing. Well, I learned when I collected, so I the part back to the story, I got assigned $8 million of outstanding receivables. I went to God. I got my, my, three, my three steps. I ended up collecting $6 million in 60 days while working part-time. I only worked Monday through Friday, four to eight. So we start off with $8 million. I go to God. I get a, say my prayer. I get my tips. I collect $6 million. Now, all of this tell, ties to, which is in the book, why did I write Collect the Cash? Because after I collect the $6 million, the CEO of the company says, listen, we need to have a chat. Now, I'm part of the collections team. So that's me and my team and the sales team and everybody. We all come downstairs. And he says, listen, I want to thank everybody across sales, contracts, order entry, order fulfillment, invoicing, and my lane collections. Thank everybody for what y'all have done. We've made an executive decision. We are closing the business. Today, you got 30 minutes to go get your stuff and leave the building two months before Christmas. 100 people, including me, after collecting $6 million, we were out of a job. And after I recovered from from that emotionally, I asked God to show me how can I teach business owners to never, ever, ever end up in that spot again. And that's why I wrote Collect the Cash. And the other part is that this is my legacy. This is my gift to business owners is to teach you how to problem solve, how to do customer service, and to add the secret sauce, which is gratitude. Now, is it 100% guaranteed you can collect everything? No. But do you have an 85 to 90% chance of recovering your money? Absolutely. If you do these things and you learn how to track things, problem solve, customer service, gratitude, and make sure that you're not letting things lapse. And as soon as something lapses, you're, you're just not ignoring it. You're, you're getting on the phone and figuring out the, what had happened was and fixing the problem. That's why I would collect the cash. Now, that was awesome. You know, I talked about with the previous um, interview I did with an author and she was diagnosed with something and she was saying how she couldn't work when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I have Crohn's disease. And so I was diagnosed with it. I was laid off. I'm sorry, Stephanie, we can't extend any more time to you, but you're eligible for rehire, you know, and I'm sick, sick on my bed. Like, and during all of this, I had recently published my book. I had a publisher that I was still in debt to that I had to pay her. You know, I had commitments already that I had, you know, speaking engagements, 
everything scheduled out. But again, I could re- I so could relate to how you felt because you've done all of this. And then for them to tell you we're closing, you know? And so I, then I knew that, okay, God, I'm listening. Like during this time for me, when I published my book, where I found my purpose, my true purpose. I believe when you go through adversity, when you're in the valley, there is where you're going to find your passion and your purpose. But you, like you said, you had to get quiet and you had to be still. And he wasn't, you, it may have hurt a little bit. Oh, it hurt a lot. <laughs> you know, yes, it I does. Know, it hurt, it hurt it a whole does, lot. Yes, it hurt yes. a whole lot. This was years ago that this mm-hmm. happened. But what I like to tell people when I tell this story is that it wasn't just the fact that I went to work for this company part-time and I collected this, mo- this amount of money and all of that. It was, most of us have those, what I call um, life-altering experiences that make you go, we used to say back in the day, things that make you go, hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it's one of those that makes you go, hmm, or pause, or scratch your head, or wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know, all I knew was that I watched, you know, 100 people lose their jobs two months before Christmas. I just watched major companies close and file bankruptcy from Kmart to Pier 1 to Charm and Charlie's to Payless Shoes to other major retailers. From the business standpoint, I'm looking at how many sales that they have with all the vendors that sold them products or services, like I talked about with the sneakers. Mm-hmm. How many of them had contracts with all those companies who the companies were like, hey, I, I sold you my stuff. I need you to pay me. Mm-hmm. How many of them had other employees that were counting on them to make payroll, mm-hmm. do that part? How many of them had order fulfillment that, you know, listen, you know, we had a purchase order, you know, you said I need a hundred pairs or whatever it was I Mm -hmm. delivered, or I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, square up with you. I invoiced you. I need to get paid. And I'm watching company after company after company go through that cycle. And I'm thinking at those large corporations, which used to be small businesses, there are small businesses now that are in that same predicament. And so the urgency for me to write, collect the cash was to teach you the business owner, the sale is not complete until the money's in the bank, but you must collect it first. And even if you're not the type of person that likes to collect, because I get it. When people hear my tell my story, they're like, oh man, you love collections. Well, it's, not, 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 not so that, it's not that I love collections per se. I love, I, okay, I love collections in this regard because there's two types of collections. There's, a, there's consumer collections, meaning the people that call you and harass you about, and I'm saying this jokingly, but they call you about your medical bill, your cable bill, your phone bill. There's that part. I'm in, I'm on the corporate side, which basically is called accounts receivable, which is business to business collections. And what I love about it is that I love the fact that I learned, I've learned how to solve problems. I've learned how to, when, when companies that I work with or, or, or teach them how to do this, I teach you how to be, how to stay in business and what to do when you run into problems as opposed to, I'm just going to ignore this. I'm just going to leave it under the rug. I'm not going to call my customer. I don't want to bother them. You're not bothering them. If you made a sale with them and you have a contract, if you provide the product, you provide the service that you invoice them, you pay them, they pay you. That's how it works. But I teach you also not to run away from that. And that's what this company did. The company I worked for, they kept saying they kept floating on the fact that they had all these sales on the books, but the money wasn't in the bank. And they kept saying, oh, we'll get around to it. Well, when they by the time we got around to it, all of us lost our jobs. And that's why this urgency about collecting the cash is so important, because here's the thing. When you go to the store, here's, here's a great example of, of uh, another point of, of lessons for, you know, you told me, asked me to give them three points. So I gave them the, the problem solving customer service gratitude. That's number one. Everybody who's listening on the side of my voice, all y'all have a cell phone. This is the best way for y'all to understand why collect the cash is so important. 
So if you take your cell phone, whether you're team iPhone or team Android, you went into the, went into the store and they said, welcome, Miss Stephanie. Thanks for coming in. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, they, they, they take, take, now they take your driver's license. They scan it and they confirm that you are that person. Then they, they say, oh, you're eligible for an upgrade. The first thing that happens in the business is a sale. And then and you decide whether you want to upgrade because you want to pay more money for the newest, whatever version right. of the phone is, or you're going to keep the phone you got. Then you already have a contract with them because you have already been being invoiced for your, your current phone. Then they do order they do order fulfillment. Before you leave the store, they scan the back of your, your box for the phone to, to inventory it into the system. Then accounts payable happens. The company bills you every month for, your, for their services, whatever you bought. You bought the phone insurance, um, an extra extra gigabyte or whatever, whatever. And then accounts receivable, aka collections, my lane, you pay them, or they got this magic button that will disconnect your services if you keep playing with them. That's how it works. So I'm I'm that's 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 another thing in business. One of the things you will learn in business is all those things I just described, the sale, the contract, order fulfillment, invoicing, payments, that's what happens in business. If you are a business owner, whether you're a solopreneur or have a team, somebody has to be tracking how many sales do you have? How many customers do you have? What's the order? How many orders are going out? When are you, when are you invoicing your customer? When you, and then, I'm sorry, when you, yeah, when you are invoicing your customer, and then when are you supposed to get paid? And you should be tracking that so you know when, when is the money coming in, and if the, money, if, the, if the date passes, who's getting on the phone, old school, who's getting on the phone, I'm saying again, who's getting on the phone to follow up and find out what happened? Because here's the thing. The fortune is always in the follow up. Yes. It's always in the follow up. Yes. Yes, it is. I can I can definitely agree with that. This is really, really good. So my question to you is you're, you're a newly published author. You've wrote the book. You're out here getting these podcast interviews. How did you get into Forbes magazine? So what had happened was. One of my friends had just been featured in Forbes. Okay. And, um, you know, I sent her congratulations and all that. And she was like, you should, you should, you should pitch them. And I was like, I do accounts receivable. She was like, no, you should pitch them. And so I pitched the person that writes for them. And I, I she happened to be a CFO and she's mm-hmm. the, and I said to her, if I was working in corporate, you would, you would be my, my top boss. So I asked her, I said, do you ever write about accounts receivable? She was like, no. It's like, what, what's your thoughts? And so I pitched her my, my thoughts about it. And she, we had an interview and she liked the story. But it, it's twofold because you have, the, you have this, the pitch, then they mm-hmm. have to write the story, and then it has to be accepted by Forbes. And so I pitched, I literally pitched what had happened was in collections. No, yeah, that's awesome. That's a good tag. That's a, that's a good header. Um, I learned how to, um, I'm friends with, um, one of the contributing writers at Entrepreneur and um, Forbes. And so we we have meetings all the time. Like once a month we get together and have like Zoom meetings. But I, I really, as when I publish my book, and this is for the authorpreneurs out there, the goal for your book is to see beyond Amazon. Oh, absolutely. You want to see beyond Amazon because let's say Amazon goes down today. What are you going to do? Right. Do you have a way for your audience to get your book? Right. And you want to get in as many hands as you possibly can. And the goal for that is to get exposure, exposure, exposure. And that's a part of marketing. 
Absolutely. And I'm glad to hear you say that you're number one. Thank you. No, people don't usually ask me about that, but I was like, okay, I decided to be honest and tell you that. But yes, uh, yes. So, yes. And, uh, and now that I know that you're a part of the Forbes Council, that's going to be cool. And then secondly, um, I, so just like you want to be in Forbes, I want to be an entrepreneur magazine. So really, that is awesome. Okay. Yeah. So we need, well, we, we would definitely make, have to talk. Yes. Yeah, make, <laughs> make that happen. That's yes. yeah. Cause I actually, um, so, so the other part of that was that Forbes was actually was on my vision board. Really? I'm serious. Yes. If I, it, I, I, it, I had on my vision board, I had, I just had Forbes and the whole year had gone by and I, I looked at my vision board and I, I hadn't done anything. And then when my friend got, got in there and she encouraged me, she's like, you should do this. And mm-hmm. I just had a conversation and it made sense, but I was mm-hmm. able to relate, you know, when, what I do, especially in corporate, right. this person, you know, is a CFO. So mm-hmm. she was like, Oh yeah, accounts receivable. I'm, and I, you know, and I, I laid it all out. She was like, "Oh, you, you really do?" Because you know, yeah, people can can sound like they know that. I said, "No, I can explain to you this, this, this." And she's like, "Oh yes. no, you really know what you're talking about." And I had mm-hmm. received to prove it. So right, that's like um, you know, like I was talking about before, you know, with this uh, with the I published my book now what um, workshop series for authors, you know, I can tell you from with my eyes closed how to do a, a book tour a nationwide book tour, because I've, I've lived it. I've done it. Um, I can tell you what's required to go into Barnes and Noble, um, books a million to do a book signing. You can't just go and ask them to do a book signing just simply because your book is published and is on Amazon. That doesn't matter. (laughs) There are prerequisites to doing that. And so my goal was to help the author community, because when I was publishing my book, there was nothing available of how to market your book. Like, it was slim to none. I mean, they, they there were YouTube videos about having a book signing party, but I wanted so much more than that. I wanted to do exceedingly abundantly more. And my dad was like, listen, you can get in Barnes & Noble. You can do that on your own. You have to do something that hasn't been done. And that's only by the grace of God. And so that's what happened. I went on a nationwide book tour. And when I took, I went from the East Coast, the Midwest to the West Coast, and when I tell you, I built so many relationships. Mm-hmm. See, it's not just about the book. The book is is important, but that's like your business card to getting into different places where you want to be. Simple as that. So I was able to speak at University of Chicago, DePaul University. These are places that I would have never gone had I not, like I said, I had to get quiet and I had to ask God, like, God, where do you want me to go? And it's just Everything's just circle back to, like you said, last year was the year of restoration. Like you really, truly had to know who you are, where you are and where you want to be. If not, then you're amongst the lost. Like you just you got to know you got to come out of this thing with something done. And that was and that was that was me. Um, You know, I had my vision board last year and I Mm -hmm. had a bunch of things on it. There was no book on my vision board. I got other things, but there was no book. And yeah. and I'm so glad that I listened to my my writing coach who said, you have something you can teach us. And here's what's so cool. Today, she actually did, uh, she had my book and she did a whole showcase about my book and all this stuff. And it was like pretty amazing. And I'm like, wow. And she's like, she's a Simon & Schuster bestselling author. So I mean, okay. it's like step, you know, top level. So to get an endorsement from her is huge. And mm-hmm. it's also, but it's, it's, it's more than that. It's, it's the, how do you make it, you know, one of my other buddies says, how do you make a difference in a dollar? 
or more than dollar, eight dollar dollars with an S. <laughs> yes. It's also deciding that, you know, your life, your message is bigger than you. Mm-hmm. When I started seeing all the companies that were closing, see, it wasn't the companies for me, it was all the people, because like I said, I worked for a company that had, that had families that mm-hmm. went out of business. And I, you know, my heart was like, man, that's another family and another family and another family. Now, some people may, 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 may have been prepared and are ready, you know, for, mm-hmm. the, for the transition. Some people weren't. And, and just like the business owners, you know, I don't, you know, I wrote this to say, I need you to learn just like you do your sales presentation, you present your product, your service, whatever you do, all that. You, it's not just about getting the sale. The sale is not complete until the money's in the bank. And you have to get, either you or your team have to get comfortable with doing the follow-up. So if you're great at sales, you're not great at collections or business business collections, you need somebody that's a part of your team that helps you do that. If you're somebody that's not an accountant, you get an accountant, you get an attorney. You add you know, all those pieces. But this AR piece is a huge thing. And I know from you know watching my own personal experience and watching all these major companies close last year or file for bankruptcy, I know that they had sales on the books and they had outstanding money that could have been collected. That it might, it might not have stopped the business from closing. It may have slowed down the process so that they could have you know, restructured and done some things. And so my right. mission is to teach the business owners why this matters and that you know, for me and from the corporate space, sales and AR, they go together. Okay. Okay. This is awesome. So Ms. D, so this is the part of the show where we like to give our three business tips takeaways. The business tip takeaway for this week is, you know, number one, you got to problem solve, like solve the problem. Right. And number two, you want to have customer service. You got to have great customer service when you're collecting these outstanding invoices. Um, Accounts receivable. You, and you need to have somebody, if you can't do it, have somebody in place that can get on the phone and contact your customers who have abandoned the invoice. Okay. And number three, you want to be, you want to have gratitude. I always want to be, I say this all the time, you got to be humble and you have to have gratitude when you're dealing with um, the things that don't feel so good. You know, you still want to have, be grateful of this very thing. And let me add something to that, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they, when they hear that, they're like, D, what does gratitude have to do with getting paid? But here's the thing. In business, business is not just business. Business is relationships. Yes. And it's, it's so important. And, you know, I'll give you an example. Being a guest on Stephanie's show, one of the first things I said was, thank you, Stephanie, for the opportunity. That's the first thing I said before we even got into the interview. Why? Because we're already building a relationship, number one. Number two, I wanted her to know that I appreciate this opportunity. She could have given this to anybody, but she chose me, and I'm grateful that she did. So just like in business, when you have an outstanding invoice from whether it's $5, $50, $5,000, $500,000, it doesn't matter. When the person takes your phone call that you're calling your customer for and they take your phone call, they find your invoice in the system. Let's say there was a data entry error and, and you, they can't find it, but the person takes five extra minutes to go research it and solves that problem for you. And they can tell you, oh, hey, D, this is what happened. We're, you know, we're gonna, can, you, can you resubmit the invoice with the, let, the letter A at the end of it, resubmit it? We're going to process it and we will expedite your check, which means we'll get it to you faster. When that person takes five extra minutes to help you solve that problem, when you go back and you say thank you, because here's the thing, if they had not done that, you would not be getting paid. That's why it's so important to go back and say thank you. And I learned over my career and in my business, that's what separates me from people who do this, do this work that I do, because most people don't go back and say thank you. I can't tell you the number 
of customers that I've dealt with over the years who have said, D, no one ever comes back and says thank you because they, they don't, they don't, they don't value what we do. They don't appreciate this. And I learned that, well, you know what? That's going to be my thing. I'm going to, you're going to know, I'm going to tell you thank you. I either call you and I'm, or, oh, I'm going to send you an email, but I'm going to tell you thank you for taking my phone call, number one. Number two, helping me, helping me solve my problem on behalf of my customers. And then I'm going to let you know that I appreciate you. And that what it also does is that the next time I have a problem, it's just like talking to, oh, buddy, what's up, girl? How you doing? I need, listen, I got this invoice and da 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 da. And oh, yeah, D, you know what? Listen, we'll take care of it, no problem. But here's the thing. If I had not stopped and said thank you and expressed my gratitude for them the first time, I wouldn't have the right to go back and expect him to do me a favor because I didn't even acknowledge them the first time. It's a simple principle. It's kind of like when your parents taught you please and thank you. It's those two things. It's those intangibles. But in business and, and as in life, those things matter. It's like, you know, if you, you, if you were a kid, you know how your, your mother always taught you, listen, when you leave this house, you know, you represent whatever your last name was. So go out here and embarrass me. Yes. <laughs> so go out here and embarrass me. Yes. So in the same way, in business, don't go out, you know, you have to be mindful of how you handle things. And I jokingly say it all the time, but it's a true fact. In these internet streets, it takes 30 seconds or less, especially because people can jump on a, jump on a, a Facebook Live or Instagram stories or whatever the new thing is. And in 30 seconds, they can ruin your entire business relationship with with saying something. It, it might have been one thing that was taken left, but the whole thing got everything got 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 destroyed. And you have to spend damage, you have to spend time doing damage control to fix something you have spent all this time building because you know you didn't pause to say thank you. And that's I understand sometimes things get intense. You know, when you're dealing with money, money, money is emotional and money can money can really get, get intense. And there are times it's like, yeah, it's all that. And sometimes you have to take a breath, but sometimes, but at the end of the day, you know, you you know, there's this this common courtesies, there's this please and thank you. You know, and if and here's another, here's another, here, you want another tip? If you made a mistake, own it as a business owner. If you yes. messed up, say you did. Say you're yes. sorry. Yes. And, 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 and that's part of customer service, saying you're sorry and then taking the steps to fix whatever is wrong to the best of your ability. And, and, and thank the customer for giving you the chance to do so. Because sometimes you, sometimes you don't always get that chance. But when you, can t- when you can be the bigger person and say, you know what, as a CEO of the company, I take responsibility for that you didn't get your full order of sneakers. We're going to fix this. We're going to do this. We're going to do the extra. You, one of the things we, we admire about the major companies when, when we talk, when, we, when you go into their stores, they create a whole customer experience for you. And the people that do, that go above and beyond, why do you keep going back there? Because they, 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 their customer service, that whole experience makes you feel valued, makes you feel appreciated. You, whether you're one, you are the solopreneur or a whole team, you're responsible for doing that same thing. You start small and, and get better at it. And the, but the thing is, you do that. And that's why we celebrate those stores. We go to those stores, oh my gosh, when I, when I want to, you know, if you want to feel, feel exuberant, you go to this store or that store, the ones that get, ones that gives you that luxury experience. Well, you're responsible for creating the luxury experience with your customers that they, they, when they order things from you, things go well. If the mistake is made, you take responsibility. You do customer service and you, you express your gratitude. So those are my tips. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Dee. So this is the part of the show where I simply love, love, love. I just want to thank you, Miss D, for coming on the show and dropping some jewels 
giving the business owners tips of how to get how to collect those coins. We need to get those coins, y'all. Like for real, need to get the money. So, at some point on your entrepreneurship journey, you're going to encounter many ships, companionship, entrepreneurship, relationships, entrepreneurships. But at some point on your journey, whatever ship you choose, make sure your ship is solid. And what do I mean by that? I mean that your ship is solid. For the purposes of this episode, we're talking about collecting the cash, making sure that you have the people in place that can do the problem solving or the customer service or being grateful or having gratitude and telling your customers thank you. Those little things are going to help propel you with getting the money back that you're owed in business. Like it's simple. So to get a copy of Dee's book, detail everybody where they can follow you, where they can get your book. Sure thing. Well, first of all, let me tell you, thank you so much, Stephanie, for being a guest on your show. I've definitely appreciated it. So all y'all that are looking for a click the cash, you want a signed copy by me, please go to www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. That's www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. You can also find the book on Amazon, Books A Million, Walmart, and um, Barnes and Nobles. On social media, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm D Bowden. IG, it's D Collects, and LinkedIn, it's D Bowden. But again, if you want the signed copy of the book from me, please go to www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. That's www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're welcome to go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Target, and Walmart. Thank you. And, I, and I'm going to recommend you go straight to her website, collectthecash.biz forward slash, slash book. book. Yeah, because, so it's www, yep. okay, so www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. book. Yes. Okay. It takes go. directly to the to the book directly okay. to the book signing. Yep. Alrighty. So listen, go ahead and get that book because listen, we're, we we want to be great in 2021. 2022 is 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 almost around the corner. So we definitely want to make sure that we are we talk about leveling up that we are there. And Miss D, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the show. And be sure, guys, to for those entrepreneurs out there that need help with you know getting exposure with their book their brand and turning their book into a business be sure to get your ticket for the i've i've published my book now what the author workshop series go to um let's talk business with stephanie.com grab your ticket because it is going to be limited seating i'm super excited to be bringing this back we need help the authors need help they need help on how to truly get in front of their target audience and get into these stores and do a book tour. That's the only way. I mean, virtual is good, but the world is opening up again. So it's time to get get ready so you can start making some moves. So Ms. D, we're going to get out of here until next time. Let's talk business with Stephanie A. Wynn. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online podcast where you will get weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter at letstalkbusinesswithstephanie.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.
business.